Okay, hi. <clears throat> My name is Jim, Recovery Jim. This will be the uh, first video, uh, just a little bit of an introduction just about me, who I am, um, and why I'm setting up a video channel on YouTube. Um, my name is Jim and I'm an alcoholic, um, I'm an addict, alcohol's always been what I thought was my friend, um, turns out it's not, um, I'd started drinking when I was 14, um, I had loads of fun with my friends, uh, you know a lot of people do, growing up in Glasgow in, you know, in the 90s, it's what we did, went to the park, you know, um, went to the shops and I, I had stubble when I was 14, so I could go in and uh, get alcohol, merry down, uh, sometimes vodka, you know, if we're feeling lavish. Um, but yeah, we had good times. Obviously, we got into trouble, we got into shit with our parents, you know, finding out if we were drunk, um, you know, if we couldn't stay at a friend's house that was having an empty or whatever. All of these things, but you know, that was just normal growing up in the 90s. It was the lad culture, wasn't it? You know, Oasis, um, all that kind of stuff. It was, everyone was doing it. It's not an excuse because some people have, I suppose, an allergy or a disease or whatever. But for me, it was, it was a gradual thing. You know, I always enjoyed getting wasted. You know, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't understand the people that, um, you know, wanted to stay in control. For me, alcohol was always about just completely getting ripped, you know, as, as drunk as I possibly could get. And then I would see friends that were kind of, you know, compas mentis or whatever, and just having a, a nice buzz on. No, that wasn't for me. You know, I, and, and it did, it got out of control because, you know, looking back, speaking to friends now, they, they always knew that I was the drunkest person in the room. You know, the person that would kind of, always still be standing most of the time at the end of the night but not making much sense at all and that's the thing for me throughout my 20s you know uh jobs here and there i did photography um i'll probably talk about that in a later video but this is just really about where i got to where i am at the moment um so yeah so did lots of different jobs but that was mostly just to get me money so that i could go out at the weekend and enjoy myself um, you know, I had different groups of friends so that, you know, if one group of friends wasn't going out, I'd always find someone. To be honest, you know, I was not okay with um, sitting in a bar, um, up at the bar, smoking my fags, ashtrays on the bar, you could do in those days, just chatting to anyone, you know, that that would be me. I wouldn't, you know, bar fly from an early age, it didn't, didn't bother me at all. Um, you know, the, the old guys just sitting there during the day or whatever wasn't a problem for me. You know, I would uh, pretend maybe I was going to college, get the bus into town, maybe 12 o'clock, whatever, go and, go and sit in a bar until maybe friends came out of college and then they wanted to get on it. This was just the norm to me. You know, it was 20, it was 20 odds. I was having fun. And that's the way it went. You know, um, I did move around the country a lot. Um, you know, I, I was born in Glasgow, um, moved to Aberdeen. And that's when I started working in pubs, things like that. I did a bit of college there. Then from there, I moved to um, Cambridgeshire. Uh, again, did a bit of college there. I actually graduated this time in photography. Um, yeah, different different jobs, but, you know, different groups of friends. I lived in Manchester for a bit. 
Um, then I moved to Isle of Man, um, working for a bank, weirdly. If, uh, they were the ones that caused the credit crunch that caused me to go back over there. But again, it was to get away from um, messes in my life that I caused through drinking. But to me, that wasn't a problem. That was just, well, shit happens in life, doesn't it? So I didn't ever think there was a, a big issue there. Yeah, I probably drank a lot, but, you know, who doesn't? That's, that's the thing. It was just a little monkey on my shoulder always saying, nah, you've not got a problem, man. You just keep keep doing what you're doing. So I did, um, and I never escaped the alcohol. The alcohol was always there following me. You know, I thought I was escaping it. Yeah, I'd do a bit of hiking, a bit of running, get myself fit, you know, I could do these things and it wasn't ever an issue. But these days I wasn't drinking daily, you know, I wasn't waking up in the morning and, um, you know, reaching for a bottle before my eyes even opened. Um, that happened on and off a few times, um, but most latterly, the last year has just been a real eye-opener for me. Um, I left my partner, uh, we were living together in Hull with her two kids, and I wasn't happy because alcohol does make you depressed, um, you know, and I wasn't working, so I was just, just fed up with everything, and I left, I left her. Um, I went to live with a friend. That didn't really kind of work out because I was obviously continuing drink drinking. I was just basically leaving her in order to uh, to feed my habit so I could do it without anyone on my back giving me crap. Um, my family and that all got involved and uh, I ended up in, in, a, in a recovery centre, a residential place in Blackpool. And while I was in there, the pandemic hit hard and we went into lockdown there. So I was in my own little bubble with some fantastic people, because I tell you, this this illness or disease or affliction does not discriminate, you know. Every single person I met in there is, you know, salt of the earth. They just, they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be in that position. They, they had to be in rehab, but they couldn't find a way out. Um, and so, you know, I met some really, really good friends in there. Uh, some who are sad to say, you know, are still relapsing. I, I, I came out of there and moved into a little flat of my own. It was still locked down. Um, it was April 2020, so the weather was really good. In fact, it was May, I think, and the weather was really good. I was meeting my new neighbours, I had some money in the bank. My cat Poppy and me were just, you know, thought we were living the high life. And, and, and I relapsed, you know, and I did. And I did it hard because there was no one really there to, to stop me this time, you know, no one... No one was around. I'd I'd um, burned bridges with my ex. I'd burned bridges with my my mate um, who I was staying with um, nearby. Burnt bridges all across the place because they didn't understand my issue. It was me, me. This was who I am, and you know I I I couldn't be controlled and all of this bollocks. You know. Um, anyway, it came to a crunch, and I was supposed to be coming over to the Elman to visit my parents. I'd got an exemption. Um, I ended up getting um, arrested, which again I will go into probably in another video. Um, but I, 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 I basically stayed in um, a cell for an entire day, withdrawing, horrible, horrible situation. Um, eventually got home, no money, no nothing. I managed to get a bottle of wine the next day, which kind of settled me a bit. I. I Managed to get my cat, my stuff together, uh, and got on the ferry to come over 
to where I am now. Um, I did two weeks isolation when I got here because that's the law. Um, was feeling good, you know, went through my withdrawal. Uh, it was good to see my family. You know, they, they, they knew I had relapse since coming out of rehab, but I was, you know, convinced myself, this is it. I'm going to get myself back on track. I've got the support of my family. Um, and so started looking for some jobs. I thought, you know, I could really make a go of living over here. Um, wasn't much on, but again, the weather was beautiful. I could go out for walks. So I started doing that. And then I thought, I'll just get myself a little quart bottle of vodka one day. That'll just, that'll be a nice little buzz. I deserve that, you know. So I did that. And, you know, anyone out there that knows what alcoholism is, you can't do that. I, I was kidding myself thinking that I could do that. So that became a half bottle, became a bottle, became me going for walks and then coming home and sleeping the afternoon off and parents worrying and this, that and the other. And eventually I, it all came to a crux, a crunch again. And I left in my car, you know, I'd been drinking, um, went up to Point of Air, which is the northernmost point in the island. Um, I don't really remember a lot about what happened, but eventually my brother did find me. Um, and we went to the hospital um, to try and get a detox. And I, I wanted to, you know, I didn't, I couldn't find a way. I, I knew that if I got a detox and then got got into some of the help, um, the groups and, and, and meetings that are available over here, um, then I could I could maybe really try and get back to where I was because I didn't, I didn't want to be this alcoholic. I didn't want to be the person that I'd become, you know, sending people messages and, and just really upsetting a lot of people and upsetting my family which is the main thing I didn't want to do that so it took a few days they tried to um they sent me home with a instruction to my folks to give me it's quite an old school method I think of detoxing because I was still too high to get I was still too intoxicated to get the librium that day so they, they sent me home with a, a little sheet I've got it somewhere I think and it's, it basically said um, instructions to my parents to give me a uh, 40 mil of vodka six times a day or maybe eight I can't remember it certainly wasn't enough I, I do remember that it wasn't enough um I, my manipulation and my and my lying led them to believe that this was yeah I wanted to try this but it wasn't enough vodka for me at the time so I would do that then I'd go out for a walk and top it up with some more until again it escalates and you get yourself into a blackout state or just fucked up and shouting at people and being a mess and an asshole basically so and then um got into hospital and was admitted for four days i think it was um which the first day i was sober on librium was 19th august which is still my sober birthday and it still stands to this day, which was 141 days ago now. I am so happy that, that everything that I'm doing at the moment is working. I'm going to meetings. I go to CA, Cocaine Anonymous, on a Monday. Um, I was doing some smart meetings, uh, which is self-management and recovery training. Um, then I go to Narcotics Anonymous on a Thursday, which is, it is the fellowship. Um, it's not AA, but alcohol is a drug, so they open, they welcome you with open arms. There's no issue there at all with that. I've met some fantastic people in there. My so my sponsors in there, 
um, you know, and, and it's, it, people get confused with AA and God and the fellowship. Now, they use the word God, but it's as your understanding. Now, to me, you know, I'm not religious, but to me, the, uh, the God part of it, to me, is the universe. Um, the universe is my higher power. Um, and through it, I, I live, you know, I'm, I'm created, I'm living. And that is what uh, I suppose to put into words is, is, is kind of governing me. So I, I do believe that if I put good into the universe, then, you know, it will help me on my recovery and my journey. And it is, you know, um, the meeting's been, been fantastic for me. I, I, I wouldn't, um, knock them at all i know it's not for for everyone um because the god thing does scare them and it can be god if you're religious it can be anything it can be the universe it can be the sky the trees the birds you yourself it can be whatever you want it to be you know as long as you believe in it and then you believe in yourself on a second note after that that is what helps you um i was on a thing called disulfiram for um i've only just stopped taking that so i was on that through you know, kind of over the, the Christmas period, I guess. Um, and that, that if you look it up, it's anti-abuse. It basically makes you pretty, pretty ill if you drink on top of it. I have done in the past many years ago, but it was just a, it was just a good, after my detox and when I came out um, to start building on, it was a good base level for me to really start putting my uh, recovery process together. Um, my family, I feel like I've, you know, getting back to kind of normality with them. The trust is growing again. Um, you know, friends that I've had in the past, some not heard from, you know, that's understandable. I was a bit of an asshole, a bit of a dick, but at the end of the day, you know, I know who my real friends are, the ones that have, you know, stuck with me and stuck by me. Um, I have mended some bridges that I wanted to and I'm happy about that um I, I my my theory is because I, I do some zoom meetings with aftercare with uh, my uh, rehab group um we've now just got into lockdown it's the first day in the Isle of Man of lockdown part two um so we've got everything set up in zoom now um I've got a meeting for NA tonight and for me Essentially, it is try everything that is going to help you. Try everything you possibly can. What I say is, it's like spaghetti. Throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. Because, you know, if one thing's not working for you, don't don't completely knock it. Use the diff different parts of it, you know. Some people just go to NA or AA or CA just to share because they like to talk about it or, or even just to listen to other people. You know, I go because I love the people there. There, you know, maybe it was the right place, the right time, and the right people. But for me, that's working. Um, and I, we've gone from, I think there was five people at any when I first started four and a half months ago, and now there's like fifteen of us. I think we've got a little WhatsApp group. We all back each other up. You know, if anyone's struggling, we we they reach out. We go hiking now. Well, we did before lockdown. It's it's a great little community that I have. Um, I used to think, wow, why would I want to hang about with a bunch of alcoholics or drug addicts, you know? But the, the people that get me, the people that understand me, that's why I have that Instagram page. 
uh, recovery gym. It's, you know, to surround myself completely in people in recovery is a fantastic way to be because everybody gets everybody. We understand the plight that we're in. We understand where we're coming from. We understand the problems that we've dealt with. Um, when, when, when people and family go, oh, why don't you just stop drinking? You know, yeah, why didn't I try that? Thanks for that one. At least these people understand where we're coming from and why we can't just stop. Why we haven't tried that and tried that and tried that and it doesn't work. This is working for me now. And it's a mixture of the meetings that I go to, the support that I'm getting from my family, the, um, the Instagram community, you know, on that page. It's just fantastic. You know, I feel when I first started, I was reaching out to people and asking them, how, how, how did you do it? I got help. And now I feel, even though I'm still early days, I'm helping people just by being on it and, and, and showing my recovery one day at a time. And that's what it is. Um, I'm going to stop talking now because I have gone on a bit, but um, thank you for listening. Um, there will be a lot more of these as I start to build the content, but this is just really a video to kind of um, introduce myself. I, I am 40 now. I, I've been drinking since... I was 14 um, and it's, you know, it's it's time to stop. I have stopped. I don't ever want to go back to where I was before because it was killing me. It is poison essentially and there are some people, as we like to call muggles, that can go out and have a few drinks and then go home to the wife or husband, the girlfriend, boyfriend and that's them. I can't do that. If I have a sip, that's it. End off. It will just take me into the deepest, darkest pits of despair. And I don't want to go back there. Anyway, uh, like my page, share it if you want, and uh, there will be more content added. Thank you.